Yo. That's pretty I'm good. Building. Yeah, yeah, not bad, huh? Not bad. Learning <laughs> to count. In honor of the Yo. Mars rover, you're looking a little green. <laughs> I know. <laughs> uh, yeah, I'm going to definitely edit the color on this before this <laughs> hits BTS in for sure. The last couple episodes, I didn't really have to edit, though. Or I was too lazy to do so. One or the other. One or the other. You pick one. You pick one. Um, yo, what up, Kev? How you doing, bro? Good. Good, good, good. good. Got your tomato juice there. That's looking good. Uh, tomato juice is gross. This is just sparkling water. You, uh, How are we today? Are we, you know, we good? We ready to go uh do we want to talk about what happened last episode we can um so i mean are you you know we we day lit again where, where are we at kev where are we at this isn't even the opening question this is just where this is a kev check let's do a quick Ooh. kev check let's see where kev is at so what happened last week was that <laughs> i got very ambitious <laughs> and i i decided that i was going to get all of my work done on friday afternoon all the things that I wanted to do over the weekend that I would put off through the weekend and not actually do, like I would mm-hmm. find a way to not do it. I said, you know what? Let me just get it all done on Friday. Right. So I I fixed the grout, the caulking in the kitchen, in the bathroom. Good job. Laid down the caulk. <laughs> Kid-friendly show, please. Um, I did all the yard work. Mm-hmm. Um, and I think I did some laundry as well. So I did, you know. Wow. Even laundry. I did the it's work. Something that people aren't doing these days. I did the work, buddy. So I did that all on Friday, right? So mm-hmm. by the time Sunday comes, I'm partying. <laughs> And that's what your can of tomato juice reminded me that I think it started on Sunday, <laughs> mid midday on Sunday with a Bloody Mary, which was excellent. Mm-hmm. Excellent. It it rapidly went downhill from there. And then by the time we recorded, it's not good. It's not um not a good situation. Yeah, it was it was fun though. It was, it was a fun, fun show. <laughs> Sort of. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> we'll probably put Kev, it out there um, one day. It wasn't. It wasn't fun enough for it to be leaked and be entertaining. It'll just be like fair enough. Yeah, it's good, it was, it was good that they didn't put this out. Yeah. Um, Kev, Kev, listened to that, ladies and gentlemen. The next, uh, the following day, and calls me and says, "Yeah, we're not putting this out." It was. No. It, he really. I, I remember exactly what I said to you. I said, right. <laughs> you picked up the phone and I said, so how bad do you also not want to put that out? <laughs> and see, I just uh, some behind the scenes. I don't listen to the shows um, until like weeks later. Then I'll, 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 if I'm going on a run, then I'll like mm-hmm. put on Rapsix Radio and then I'll listen to it while I'm running and I'll go back like five weeks. Oh, okay. And just kind of go through each episode, you know, <laughs> weekly as I run or whatever, but you should put that um, one in the rotation. No way. <laughs> just no way. No r- how. Trip, fall. <laughs> <laughs> Pop an ACL. Oh, man. Yeah, nah, it was, oh. uh, yeah, you know, 
It was so fun. So Kev made the call. Yeah, and then a week prior to that, um, I was rocking with with the whole Snapback crew um, for a stream for autism and Parkinson's with the Holly Rod Foundation. So we were able to raise over fifty thousand uh, dollars for autism and Parkinson's research, and also for um, pl- place job placement for those with autism. So yeah, that was that was dope. So two weeks off, y'all, and and we back, we back in the building, right back like I left something, son. What man? Yep. Yeah, we skipped one week because you were being very responsible, and then we skipped the next week because I was overly responsible on Friday, <laughs> not on Sunday. Fair. See that spin? I that like how you spin. chose Friday. I love how you chose Friday. This is awesome. This is this was good, man. This is good political. That's, you know. that's PR right there. That is good PR. All oh. right, man. So look, um, before. I say this opening question. I'm going to tell you what my wife said about the opening question. Oh, she said, "Why do you open yourself up to abuse from Kev?" <laughs> so I'm like, "All right, all right, cool." So look, I the opening question is a fashion question. All right, <laughs> this is this so is I where bought- people. This is what the people come for. Yeah, this is what they're here for. So if you if you're not if you're on. If you're only listening to us, you don't get to be part of it. You got to catch this part on BTSN. All right, so I bought a hat. Now, listen. <laughs> buying a hat when you have locks is a whole or it's uh, a thing. Mm-hmm. It's a it's a total thing. And and I don't I don't particularly like wearing baseball hats with my locks or whatever whatever. So I'm going to put on this hat. And you were going right to now? tell me what's so wrong. Yeah. Wait, hold on because what? I'm I'm going to abuse you. So let me be first ask you what is she talking about? I am so nice to you. Okay, so now that you've already lied. And usually the question go. is taking a shot at me. You only play her. That's not always true. You 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 true. only do you run to her after you after you right just straight I off do. of your jaw, right? You run five up, weeks yeah. later, you're like, Randy, listen to what he said. Do you to know me? what he said about me? <laughs> do you know what he said? No. <laughs> no, seriously. Um all right, so I'm gonna put this hat on. And she said it's like the worst hat on the planet. So here we go. <laughs> what is wrong with this hat? Looks like a beanie, right? Um, I don't know. It looks like it looks like you couldn't aff- you couldn't afford Pharrell's entire hat. <laughs> I like this hat. I don't understand. My daughter and my wife have said no. And I'm like, but it just looks like a hat. It's just, what's wrong with If Bob Marley like, was wearing this, it would have been hmm. perfectly fine. Everybody would love it. Yeah, there's a lot of problems with what you just said. Um, <laughs> yeah, that looks like, that That doesn't look like Will I Am. That looks like Will 1X. Uh, well, that's fine. I'm fine with it. I liked Will 1X better, actually. I think he, yeah, that was a, that was, that's a Will hat. All right. I'm yeah, going to say he wore it better, though. Gotta, I can't, I can't pull any punches with you, man. You're my buddy. I can't. I gotta. Uh, I'm wearing she, it at the next rap six at the rap six radio photo shoot. I'm wearing it. That's fine with me. I don't care. <laughs> I'm gonna get you a green one, like there's no matching. So she, what did she say? She just said that's the worst and just walked she away. No. She just went no. <laughs> did you? So you bought it, brought it home. You went hat I, yeah, shopping. Yeah, ordered it. 
Uh, no, oh, I ordered Oh, okay, okay, okay. So okay. I don't mind. I ordered that shit, you know. And I was going to order two. I was like, oh, I like this. But then I said, eh, let me get one. And then then I just rocked it in the crib, like walked over and was like, yo, check this out. And she was like, I thought, I, was, I thought it was going down. Like I thought she was oh, that's nice. And she was like, mm-mm, mm-mm. Mm. You thought she was going to say, mm, take that off. And she said, take that off. <laughs> it's all, that is actually all the same in my house. <laughs> it's what it, it works out the same exactly either way. <laughs> it's like, all right, fine. One way or the other. It's like, all right, fine. fine. How about you? How, uh, and your, your other constituents, what did they have to say? Um, well, my seven-year-old was in love with it. But, oh. uh, my 13 year old, my seven year old, I'm sorry, my six year old, my, um, I've totally made every time I talk about my six year old, I'd age her up like a year or two. I think I'm ready. I'm ready for her to just <laughs> be eight or nine or whatever. Um, of course my 13 year old agreed with her mom, but mm. then tried to get my back. Like, but no, but if you like it, then I like it. Shut up, shut up. That's sweet. Yeah. My daughter would have said, daddy, your head is too big. For that hat, <laughs> you, you need, to, you need to push your head up, or you need to pull that hat down. I feel like <laughs> I feel like. All right, shout out to my man Omega. This is actually for you, man. This is actually for you, bro. I've I've never I've, I kicked it with Omega once. He he didn't have a hat on or whatever. So, hmm. but this is just my assumption. When I see a bro with locks, anybody with locks, and a baseball cap on, right? Mm. I either think they're from New York, right? Or they sell drugs. It's one or the other. You're not, it's, it's what, if you're from any other state, you sell dope, period. Done. I'm just kidding. But that's what I think, right? That's my And you go to Hawaii and. <laughs> right. And then they, they love me. <laughs> hey. But if I wear this hat, I'll be loved even more. This hat. All right. I'm not going to I'm Put not going to say the time. brand Put it on one more time. Right, one more time. Please. You know, I'm not afraid. I'm not afraid. I'm going to wear this as we go into the you break. You should be. I'm not afraid. Look. This hat is dope, man. Hold wow. on. Let me put this on and tilt it a little bit. Yeah, this hat is dope. You're all set? I'm all set. Randy! <laughs> You know what, man? We're going to go to the other side. You ready, Kev? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> All right, y'all. Let's go. Rap Sucks Radio. Black, 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 black. What up, y'all? You alive on Rap Sucks Radio with your homeboy track life and your fam, Kev Sakota. The cat in the hat. <laughs> Thank y'all for tuning in, man. We appreciate each and every one of y'all. If you would like to catch past episodes of Rap Sucks Radio, you can go to rapsucksradio.com or any of your favorite podcasting platforms. Or if you'd like to catch this on your television, you can tune into BTSN, that's Behind the Scenes Network. What you do is you download the app on your Roku or any of your Fire devices. Click on the app once it's uh, downloaded, and we are right there. We have our own section and everything next to a whole lot of dope content right there on Behind the Scenes Network. We want N. Yes, sir. It's popping. Um, all right, so let's get into the show. Kev, I'm going to let you announce who has got to chill. Go ahead. You can just, we just, Matt? We're not even going to try to set it up. Matt 
Gates. Matt Gates has got it for several reasons, to be honest with you. Um, yeah. I'd like to say that Matt Gates has got a chill. Somewhat may feel like we're kind of making light of what he's uh, under investigation for, but we actually are making no light of it. It's that we really believe that this dude really needs to uh, shut it down in quite a few ways. And hopefully this investigation, um, you know, guys and ca catches him up in what he deserves. So representative, uh, but I actually took a twist on this one. My title for this was uh, big clowns. Don't chill with little clowns. <laughs> uh, so representative Matt Gates, who's facing a federal investigation into sex trafficking allegations was recently have denied a meeting with Donald Trump at his Mar-a-Lago estate as the ex-president mm -hmm. and his allies continue to distance themselves from the Florida congressman. Two people familiar with the matter said Gates tried to schedule a visit with Trump after it was first revealed that he was being investigated, but the request was rejected by aides close to the former president who have urged Trump not to stick his neck out to defend Gates. Um, Harlan Hill, a spokesperson for Gates, said the congressman did not, he is denying that he requested a meeting with Mr. Trump. Um, represent, Representative Gates uh, was welcomed <laughs> No, he wasn't. Trump this, uh, Trump this week and has not sought to meet with President Trump, Hill said in a statement to CNN, claiming that Gates has been mostly relaxing with his fiance during <laughs> recess. Nice. Good job. How old was she again? Anyway, um, the source for this is CNN, Fiancet. so you can take for that what you would. <laughs> fiance. God, dog. Little fiance. Um, <laughs> that's so bad. So um, basically, there's some denying here, but at the end of the day, federal investigators are examining allegations that Gates had sex with an underage girl who was 17 at the time and with other women who were provided drugs and money in violation of sex trafficking and prostitution laws. Federal investigators are also seeking to determine whether Gates was provided travel, was provide, wait, that doesn't seem like this word right, provided travel and women in, oh, never mind, travel and women uh, in exchange for political favors as part of a broader probe, people familiar with the investigation tell CNN. So again, that is the... Uh, the source for this, so I know a lot of a lot of people on whatever political side have issues with CNN, but this is the news that is being reported. Kev, take it away. Uh, first of all, yes, what he's accused of is terrible. So I guess he'll get his day in court. Uh, but he's just such a jerk that I, <laughs> I will say it if no one else will. I am finding great glee. In him having to go through this. Um, you'll recall that the last time he showed up, I think, in, in the national spotlight was when he went to uh, it Wyoming, where Liz Cheney is from, mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And, and spoke to a crowd there. He's from Florida. He represents Florida. Barely. Um. <laughs> But he went to Wyoming to talk trash about Liz Cheney, who I don't particularly care for, but who was one of very few Republicans who, who um, 
stood up against the so-called big lie that, uh, you know, Trump won the election um, mm-hmm. and, you know, spoke out against him when, when very few other Republicans would. So she got in, in a little hot water with her constituents, with re- the Republican Party. And good old Matt Gates went all the way to Wyoming to talk trash. <laughs> yep. Yep. <laughs> and, and Liz Cheney's father shoots people. So, in the face. And then gets them to apologize to him. For being shot, yes. So, just imagine what's going to happen to good old Matt Gates here. (laughs) (laughs) He might might not have calculated that. There are few... There are not too many people. I don't fear anyone, but... um, I do have uh, apprehension about uh, vice, uh, former Vice President Dick Cheney, though. I, not a person. Feel uncomfortable. He definitely seems like a, uh, you know, a, a, the villain. You know how there's like the super villain, and then there's the the guy who controls the super villain. Like, whoa, there's a person that's above the super villain, and he doesn't have any superpowers. That's yeah. Dick Cheney. Yeah, Mr. Burns is like, nah, I don't mess with him. Yeah, no, leave that dude yeah. alone. Chill out, fam. Yeah. Yeah. Chill. Yeah. When it, yeah, Dick Cheney has been experiencing social distancing for the last three <laughs> decades. Let's put it that way. Real like my boss. Oh, um, so I didn't. I didn't know about this though. I didn't. I did he go down? Was he at Mar-a-Lago for that speech that he gave? Because he spoke. <laughs> he spoke to a group of female Republicans, Matt Gates. And I think it was at Mar-a-Lago, wasn't it? Yeah, they they're saying um, the extension to the article that that is that he's been trying to position himself to run into uh, Donald Trump and and things of that nature. I'm, it's one of those things where, like, you know, what again, like you said earlier, what he's accused of is horrible, and 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 it's really hard. Um, I mean, I don't know. I, I've been giving a lot of behind the scenes on the show this episode, but we have a lot, have a fair amount of conversations about how to approach serious topics because this show is not a super serious show, but it also, we try to be as informative as we possibly can. And we speak a lot on things we don't know about deliberately and entertainingly, if you will. Uh, but this, it's hard to make light and entertainment out of, out of what he's been accused of. But he's such an idiot that it's easy to make fun of him. You know what I'm saying? Oh, yeah. And and really what they represent right now is so goofy that it's like, oh, yeah, this is easy. Like, that part is easy. So big clowns don't chill with little clowns. And when you think of all the things that that Trump was accused of, it's like, you might as well just take the meeting, bro. Like, yeah. you can kick a how-to, fam? Like, at this point... <laughs> You might as well just sit, write down some tips on how to deal with this. Like, yo, later, just just do this. You know what I mean? Because <laughs> you know better than anybody at this point. Yeah, man. It's so. it's nuts. Yeah. Well, first of all, and I think they did it even in this article, if I'm not mistaken. But um, one, yes, Rap, Rap Sucks Radio stands firmly against any kind of human trafficking. That's bad. Obviously. Um, the traffic, trafficking of, of female women. Is bad. The trafficking of female girls is probably a little bit even worse than that. So let's just get that out of the way real quick. But, and I understand that a 17 year old is, is 
legally a year away from perhaps being considered a, a legally a, a an adult in mm-hmm. some places. Um, but she's still relatively young, and they keep saying the woman that he's accused of being involved in. It's like, dude, this is. Yeah. If you ask me, CNN and, and a lot of other networks are showing a hell of a lot of restraint. This is the, you know, this is the the QAnon guy. It's how, how is the how is the QAnon uh, conglomerate, the Jeffrey Epstein crew, and the Matt Gates underage teenage sex trafficking crew at the same time? Listen. Because conspiracy people are shysters. And that's <laughs> that's what we've learned. If there's anything we've learned mm-hmm. over the last five, four to four to six years is mm-hmm. listen, I have all this secret information. And if you just buy my book or subscribe to me on YouTube, pay me. And I will tell you how in danger your lives are because I am genuinely concerned, right? right. So, okay. Does that... Yeah. Right? The, Matt Gates, one of, not the only member, but one of a few members of something called the Freedom Caucus, who is now accused of trafficking children. <laughs> a member of the Freedom Caucus who's well on his way to getting locked up. So that's a little well ironic. Right. Right, they're likely. They're saying he's likely going to take cop a plea, but uh, ugh, turns out the the turns out the T and T party actually stands for teenage girls. <laughs> <laughs> oh my oh. god! <laughs> Sheesh! Ooh. Oh man! <laughs> Did you see that um, <laughs> one of the lines that jumped out at me from the article? Trump mm-hmm. spokesman Jason Miller wrote in a tweet. Although you talk about a guy with the head that can't fit that hat you got. Jason Miller <laughs> is that guy. All right. Fair enough. Um, Trump <laughs> spokesman Jason Miller wrote in a tweet on Sunday evening. He doesn't want the hat, though. The hat is. That's not a good hat. I keep bringing it up since. Trump. <laughs> Jason Miller wrote in a tweet on Sunday evening that Gates did not request a meeting. Yes, he did, and therefore it could have it could never have been denied. He did, which is he basically did. the I never got the bill in the mail, so you can't expect me to pay it line, right? Right, right. That which has worked for me old, on occasion, by the way. That old chestnut. Yeah. That was the danger. That's the uh, totally off topic. That was the whack thing about the internet. I used to be able to be like, I didn't even get the bill. How y'all going to charge? I didn't even get it. And they'd be like, all right, we're going to send it right now, sir. Thank you. Thank you very much. I'm looking at the bill. Thank you very much. Now it's like, <laughs> fam, you, you, you're you on the internet. Mm-hmm. You're going to pay this. Mm-hmm. Okay, all right, you. fine. Anyway, so yeah. Yes. Well, yeah, it's all a big, uh, big clowns don't chill with little clowns. Like, it's, it's, all a, it's all a game, man. Like, this is all... Whatever game anybody's trying to play or whatever, like I it's it's beyond me, but that's where we at right now. Yeah. It's and you know, he'll see he'll have his day in court and if he is happens to be guilty, I I hope, you know. 
It's a full a full book. I'm talking them old encyclopedias that we used to have. Like throw all of them at that dude. <laughs> Every single one. No, don't throw Wikipedia at that dude. Throw the encyclopedia at that dude. Maybe he'll be getting he'll be getting trafficked behind them walls. <laughs> right. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? All right, man. Speaking of trafficking, nah, this doesn't really actually relate. But <laughs> the title for this is Show Me the Money. All right, so a couple of weeks ago, show me the money. All right, a couple of weeks ago, um, <laughs> Method Man, stop, man, stop, stop. All right, look, don't make me do the rest of the show with this hat on. All right, I have no problem <laughs> doing that. <laughs> it hurts me more than it hurts you. Trust me. <laughs> all right, so anyhow, Method Man, um, has questioned the credibility of new rappers who constantly flaunt their, flaunt their apparent wealth. The mm-hmm. source for this is the Atlanta Black Star. Um, the players involved are Method Man and new new age rappers. Um, so listen, rapper actor Method Man wants to know what the secret is behind these new age rappers getting so much money. This new generation of rappers have shown off uh, on social media what their long money can buy, such as expensive chains, jets, cars, and $24 million uh, pink diamond implants. Mm-hmm. In an interview with Math Hoffa, um, <laughs> I said that so suburban. Anyway, um, Method Man reflected on how much he would he would make back in his day uh, what hip-hop artists are making now. He said, I remember getting 2500 a show. All I need had dropped, and I'm doing shows every effing day seven days a week. And I had to tell the manager to raise the price. Next thing I know, I'm getting 25 G's a show and I'm forgetting because I love what I'm doing so much, right? To put it in a better perspective, he said, now we're in an era where these kids got more money than son, I can't imagine. I, I don't even got a car. My kids, <laughs> <laughs> my kids got cars. My wife got a car, but these kids got four or five cars. I still ain't taking private jets. I think I earned that by now. All right, man. Where are they getting this money? They got a deal or something? No effing way that they fly in private jets all the time. That money long as F. At minimum, that's 30 grand round trip. Meta seems to be seriously inquiring how today's artists are making so much money so he can get a piece of the action. Where are they getting this money, Kev? Can somebody tell me? I want to know where are they getting this money? I need that hustle. Hoffa explained club. Hoffa explained club appearances, features, music streaming. Did he really say music streaming? Because that is not the answer. <laughs> Which was not around when Method Man was rapping. Also helps enlarge these rappers' pockets. The Wu Tang rappers seem to think that still did not explain where the money was coming from. He broke it down some more to explain why. And this is the last thing I will read on this because I've read for quite a while. He said, Rick Ross is rich. We've seen his estate. He's earned that though. We can see where he got his money from. But some of these, where is that ish coming from? We can't see it. Nobody really listened to your music like that. Where are you getting this effing money? It boggles my mind, he says. Every penny I got, I know where that came from. And I still don't live like no MF and Rockefeller. Not saying I can't, but I still don't. All right, mm. Kev. Resident industry guy, Kev. Help us out, Kev. Where are these new age rappers? When you talk to your industry friends and they sit around and say, mm. yeah, man, well, you know, your friend track life is too underground and we never liked them. Then they tell you where their new rappers that they decided to work with got their money. 
What do they tell you? Hmm. Satan. <laughs> That's all I got. This show is so ridiculous. <laughs> okay, that's one place. But I think what was that? Four thousand sneakers or a thousand? <laughs> and evidently, a hat or two. <laughs> Listen, um, all right. So let me let me try to let me try to make sense of it. I can't, but let me try. Okay. So l- looking at the way the old industry or at least I mean the industry bought its time price I paid dropped. Maybe a little after. Like there were a couple rappers out. There was, you know, of course you had Master P and them who were out. They were making a lot of money um by owning their own brand, their own label, blah blah blah. Basically doing everything in-house out the trunk straight to the to the top of the office building, right? Um, that made a lot of sense because re- physical copies of uh, physical copy sales were pretty obvious money, right? Ten dollars or fifteen dollars a CD, um, taking out the production cost um, in total, and maybe you're getting five dollars a CD depending upon how much you've done. Boom, there's the money. Sold a million copies, I get the money, right? Then you got shows, appearances, blah blah blah. But the one thing I wanted to enter into this is that Method Man had actually done some acting too. Right. So when he, I'm going to pretend to be a bit naive here. So I do understand a little more of it than I'm letting on. But I will say that that's not, that's not light bread though. So for him to be like, yo, nah, I've done this, 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 and this. And I'm not at the private jet stage. It could also be the type of deals he signed or whatever, but. I don't think that that's all the way the case. Um, I think that the type of money that he's talking about is Master P money, right? We talking mm-hmm. real money. Yeah. And I actually kind of agree with him on that question. Like, wait a minute. Y'all, for the lack of a better word, and I, I hate to say it like this, but y'all just rapping. Like a couple of endorsements and all that, but really? Where's the bread coming from? So yeah, that's that's I'm actually with him after I kind of break it down to that basic level. Yeah, I mean, if we're, I mean, we're just going to be, I guessing, I would assume, but I think, I think that the model for a lot of new artists, clearly not all of them, but but for a lot of new artists, um, is is closer to the Master P model where they the ownership, you know, they have a they maintain a lot more of the ownership for a longer period of time, um, and you know, this is, I don't want to get into. The like you said, the history um, of how the money might or might not have gone with with Wu Tang or anyone else, but um, yeah, I mean, I, I I do believe that probably when he was starting to hit his stride as a solo artist, um, he might have you know been paying off some Wu Tang debt. I don't know how that all worked out mm. necessarily. You know what I'm saying? So, but um, to go f- okay, first of all, if you are all of a sudden. After your big single hits, and he didn't he didn't break down the timeline or whatever, but somehow your your show money is jumping from twenty five hundred to twenty five thousand because you asked a question. You should ask the question earlier. I doubt that's exactly how it all went. 
Mm-hmm. Some of that was probably a little promo kind of situation or whatever. Mm-hmm. Um, but, um, you know, uh, sometimes a, a, a great manager can, you know, hey, I, I heard uh, Pat the manager got fired. <laughs> wow. <laughs> um, well, but I mean, I, yeah, I don't know. And I don't know how you get, <laughs> like, was that little Uzi with the $24 million diamond? I think so, yeah. 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 That, that I don't. I definitely don't. Not not the I, move to do it, but I, just the 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 value of it, and the, you know, some of these are are incredible endorsements, right? Like mm-hmm. you you get if you can get if you can create a story that this kid has a twenty four million dollar diamond imprinted in his face somewhere, then you can present the idea that there's some value in doing it in a lighter way, like yo, just mm-hmm. get a diamond on your hand, or you know collarbone or somewhere whatever right and it's like oh yeah i got i got eighty thousand for a, a collarbone diamond like you know i i think a lot of the we hear the value but we don't really know how valuable that really was you know right 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 um i mean for all we know that joint could be plastic and he'd just take that joint off at night but I just think that that still kind of kind of verifies mess point though, and and look, rappers have been lying about how much money they have for years. I mean, that's part of the label thing, right? That's you, right. We've all seen the never do video, um, by you know uh, do what they do video by um the roots. That's mm-hmm. very true, man. Like they uh, the label is paying for all of that, and you got to recoup every dime of that. So when you say ownership, though, Kev, I, it, some of the things that come to mind are these three sixty deals that mm-hmm. that that I've heard about for years. Um, that's not ownership, is it? No, no. But um, I feel like, it, it, and I don't know if it, if it's at the level now that it was at two, two and a half years ago, mm. where guys were, you know, it's the that that big SoundCloud rapper era, mm. which I feel like yeah. I don't know, if, I don't know if that's still going on or not. I don't, I'm not in it enough to know, but um. Where cats would just be racking up listens and in racking up audience, genuine audience. They do shows. They would be big, um, to the extent that a label would offer them. You know, the, the labels are getting in bidding wars, throwing three, four million dollars at these guys or thereabouts. Um, then it's a different scenario. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I love the Roots. I bet they didn't get three million dollars a month. The eighteen of them when they got no, signed. and they they had a, you know? a nice little touring circuit and and nice yeah. little buzz when they got picked up. I mean, the same with little brother. Little brother had an excellent buzz when they were picked mm-hmm. up, but and also they still had to walk through the the paces, you know. But right, I, and I, also I, that was stop, a different me, yeah. My bad, because hold that thought. But that's also a different genre. We probably should leave the roots and little brother and them out of this conversation and probably stick more towards the successful art the little johns of the world the two shorts the outcast the what have well outcast might be a little different because they they got it a, mm-hmm. a different way but but we're talking like multi what would now be considered a multi-platinum artist um but using streaming services which don't pay i, just, I don't know it feels like at all really you know yeah yeah i mean the 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 i think it's fairly you know, straightforward and, and probably pretty accurate and, and pretty much no duh kind of statement to say that the the places where the money come from 
comes from now are different than than they were back. Oh, by far, yeah. And also, Guaranteed. you think about when meth came up, it, it doesn't seem like that long ago because we're old. But it was a long time ago. <laughs> yeah, it was. And, yeah. and, um, and where, while CD sales, physical music sales, um, the labels were making a lot more money on the music, mm-hmm. doesn't mean the artists necessarily were. And corporate America wasn't it's 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 very weird to think about how a method man who was so big in our lives right as as hip-hop heads would not have every uh, fortune 500 company throwing money at him to do this that and the other i don't know that he did or didn't but i'm just assuming that he did not nearly have that as much as some of these guys have now who are Mm -hmm. catering to you know kind of not maybe you know not this is not about lyrics or uh, skills or anything like that, but you know, kind of catering to a similar segment of the population that's just two decades younger or a generation younger. You know what I mean? But hip hop is much more mainstream now than than it wasn't. It it is the center of of music, and you see that. That's why you get a Lil Nas X, and that's why you get guys who who rap two bars who do a rap record and rap two bars and sing the remaining 382 bars, you know, of the album, <laughs> which is, it is what it is. You know what I mean? But, um, yeah, I, I'm going to move on to the next, uh, portion of this conversation, but, um, largely because it has a lot to do with, you know, what, what we're talking about now. But mm-hmm. one of the things I will say is, um, there, are, there aren't a lot of middlemen now. That's that's the best thing about it, right? Like I I would say a lot of rappers are probably the more I've talked to people about putting out records, the more that I've found that they're more looking to be influencers than than rappers, right? So, you know, people have their own brand, their own clothing lines already. Like all these things are built in. These things were kind of not really heard of before, but um, you know, back in mess day. Matter of fact, Woo Wear was a big thing, right? Like a, mm-hmm. a big thing for them. But yeah. but now, man, everybody's got one. Everybody's got their own hoodie. Everybody's got their own stickers. Everybody's got their own hats. Everybody's got their own thing. And if they don't, they're, they're getting directly hit up by these brands that are like, yo, you have an Instagram page. You already have the outlet. You already got a million followers or a million whatever. Yo, can you rock my hoodie? Yeah, 5K. All right, cool. You know, and, and they're getting the money directly from these, these people to be influencers. So the more you hear these conversations, um, the more you realize that the money is direct and you're... I'm curious. I actually, I'm very curious how much the dollar to viewer is. If I've got three million followers, right, um, and I'm I'm calling a ten percent turnaround on on products. So if I wear your hoodie, you're probably gonna get about ten percent at least views. You know, what am I charging for that? Mm-hmm. Uh, because I'd, I'd actually be figuring that out. Like I'm, I'm kind of, you know, figuring it out now. Like, okay, well with the, whatever level of minor influence I have, how much is 24, that $24 million straight up. Right. Um, <laughs> I mean, how much that hat cost? $17. Ooh, that's a bargain. It is a bargain. <laughs> so if I, um, <laughs> <laughs> you look like Robin Hood robbed you. Oh 
Wait, I look like Robin Hood or Robin Hood robbed me? <laughs> you, got, you got robbed by Robin Hood. And he said, here, take the, take the hat. <laughs> All right. So let's move on to the next part. I'm wearing this hat for the rest of the show. Period. <laughs> it's, it's, it's now it's part of my style now. Um, <laughs> All right, so we're we're gonna stick with the industry in this conversation and continue. And um, the next topic is called that one time. Mm-hmm. So, Bandcamp is changing the conversation around payments in streaming in the streaming era. This is a source by Billboard. My players involved. I said uh, in this one, I said, but the RIAA is coming like the nothing. I don't know if y'all have ever seen Never in the mm-hmm. Story, but I feel like Bandcamp is right on the edge, and these numbers keep coming out. And as these numbers come out, I'm like, the RIA is just waiting. Like, mm-hmm. all these samples. Stop snitching. Stop snitching. <laughs> God, you better. Stop snitching. <laughs> I ain't say nothing. I ain't say nothing. All I'm saying is the RIA is just sitting there like, mm-hmm. Is that hat made by whosampled.com? I <laughs> hate. <laughs> So, I'd like to get to the numbers more than anything, but I'm going to kind of start off. So, Dylan Baldy, the frontman of the cult favorite garage band, Cloud Nothings, has a new favorite holiday. He says, in quotes, I don't care about Christmas anymore. He jokes over the phone from his home in Philadelphia. He says, in a way, this feels like music day. He's talking about Bandcamp Fridays when the online um, music marketplace Bandcamp waves its cut of sales 15% 15% of digital and 10% of physical is the cut of sales that they have and passes along all revenue to artists and their closest stakeholders like the labels and managers originally launched as a single day effort um, due to COVID uh, the event stuck around and, is, uh, and became clear the plan when the pandemic wasn't going anywhere so far, so far Kev, the platform has held 11 Bandcamp Fridays, okay directing 48 million toward artists and labels from over 800,000 customers. And that's on top of the 148 million that has been paid out from normal sales during that time frame. I'm going to stop there um, and skip down a little bit. Um, so with around, this is the, the, the cloud nothings with around 600 current subscribers, the program brings in between $3,000 and $5,400 monthly. The band, which in February released its 17th album, uh, makes an additional $50 to $100 a day per Bandcamp sales, which jump to about $600 on Bandcamp Fridays. So there's that. Um, okay, Kev. So first of all, what do you think about that? I, when I first saw it, you know, after the pandemic started, I thought it was a, a, a nice look. Um, and there are certainly artists who are making decent money, you know, from, from Bandcamp uh, already. And so this certainly helped, uh, but not, I'm not exactly sure of, and I didn't, I didn't read the article, unfortunately. So I I can't, um, speak as intelligently as I normally do <laughs> when I don't read the article. Um, but I don't know how, how, how well Bandcamp is doing out of it. it, it you know, if it's just a, a nice thing to do for artists for, if you're doing it 11 times, the my assumption is that there is a, a, you know, some sort of business incentive in doing it that you are maintaining 
you know, stickiness on the site. You know what I mean? Like you're keeping people coming back, maybe discovering new artists and spending money that they wouldn't have spent otherwise. Um, I, I would hope so for them. Um, yes. In the spirit of what they, wh- why they built Bandcamp was a positive one to begin with. So, um, but I, yeah, I'm not quite sure how. Well, they, they said um, that they just, they, you know, more or less recently started turning a profit. Um, they have pro- you know, subscriptions right. uh, for artists uh, that have done pretty well for them. And they're, they're also, you know, they've maintained a pretty small team. Right. So that's why the site is updated really slowly. And, you know, certain things that might be better, like kind of like a streaming service, right? Where you, because Bandcamp, that's the one thing I don't like about Bandcamp is that, you know, I'm, I, I've bought several albums on Bandcamp and I really do have to take them off of the platform to listen to them on random or, you know, in some form of mix. So I get it. I, I totally get it. And I totally am okay with them moving slowly and, and, and staying out of the reach of the RIAA because I think that that's, that's. What's going to happen when that, when that. Well, I just think it makes it all muddy. You know what I mean? I, I think it's, that's what happened with SoundCloud and, and. Um, right. It just made it really muddy and, and kind of kept people a little on edge about posting their music up. Um, once you see one guy next to you catch an L, you're like, oh, you know, what do I do now? But, you know, but I also don't think one hundred and forty eight million dollars is a lot of money in, in, with regards to how many artists are like are likely on there. Um, the revenue daily is nice. It's nice. But there definitely is a similar to Spotify, like a top a top tier that's making money and then a couple of dollars here. But I think the drop off between top tier and next level is probably really, 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 really steep. That's probably um, the case no matter what, though, more or less. Right? No matter what. Yeah. Because the thing with SoundCloud was it became huge because it was free. Right. I mean, not because, but it was so easy to use. They had such a mm-hmm. the functionality was so f- I dare say flawless, but you knew that when you went there, you were going to, you know, one, you were going to find the thing you were going there for and be able to play it very easily, but also, um, you know, you're probably going to discover something new that you hadn't heard of that, that you like. Um, but with this artists are actually able to, to make bread on a number of different levels from music Mm -hmm. to, uh, merch and so forth at this point is it just going to be something where if it does somehow get shut down or users start getting booted for for posting stuff that includes samples that they just moved somewhere else and they do the same thing i think so i, I think you can't really stop these type of things mm. but you can make them so difficult Bandcamp was a difficult build you could just mm. kind of tell this is an excellent article by the way it's long very long article um, but it just seems like such a difficult build, you know? Um, and, and they do, I, I have to say, I'd, I've had a couple of people who've, um, had direct experiences with them and they, they really do seem like they're truly about the artists. Like it, it's not, um, they, I know that there's probably some behind the scenes sort of publicist connection, friend of a friend type thing. I know that that's happening, um. Uh, it's I I would say, you know, it's pause for rap bitterness. That whole thing is sort of under undermined my career. People had better publicists than they had albums, and that's a fact. But Bandcamp doesn't seem to be folding to that too much. Uh, a lot of the people, the few people that I know, that have had direct experiences where the 
were found, discovered by the Bandcamp people that mm-hmm. put articles about them up front, picked their records up front, didn't call them, didn't ask them, didn't know Susie Q, who knew Susie L. It was just, yo, this is dope, and we're going to highlight it. We're going to feature it. I'm curious of how many plays or what what puts you on their radar. I'm sure there has to be something. You have to reach a certain level. I don't think you can just upload something and they go, oh, that's new, and post it. But I think once you reach a certain algorithm, a certain level, certain amount of attention, they are going to pay attention and and try to help you. Mm-hmm. Um, because it only helps them because they're making their revenue mainly off of artists making their revenue. So and they've they said directly in the article that that's they've kept the business model that way on purpose so that they don't get lost in the process and in, in, in the sauce and and turn this into something that is more like Spotify, where it started off at least in theory, hey, we make money when the artist makes money, and then it just was like the artists don't deserve you know, the artist gets half a penny, if not, you know what I'm saying? Like it just turned into something that was ridiculous. So all my rambling to say that um, I haven't used it to the best of my ability, but those that have, man, they really are, you know, eating. They're feeding themselves well off of it. So. so, so. Yeah. To me, they're like a, they're like a, um, and I haven't spent a lot of time on Bandcamp, which is, is, the one thing I can say about the music business over the last 10 years is genuinely my bad. But to me, it's like a good, good old record store. You know what I mean? Like yeah, where, yeah. you know, you know that you're going to find, to me, that's that what I was describing about SoundCloud for, for, for me, I think that's what, what Bandcamp sort of represents. I just don't have to spend the time to. I go know. straight to Bandcamp when I, when mm-hmm. I discover new artists, the first place I go. Uh, a mm-hmm. lot of times the records aren't on there. And and I found that, of course, major labels don't put their, don't have um, any of their artist records on there, mm. you know? So, uh, I and I, obviously we know why uh, that's direct to, most of the time that's direct to artist money. I know labels have, smaller labels have actually set up their own accounts with Bandcamp directly, but I major labels have not, which again, RAA, because, or else they would have played ball. Right, so they haven't played ball yet. So, yeah, I'm, 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 I'm fascinated. Combining this with the Method Man conversation, I'm fascinated. You know, this the band, the Cloud Nothings, has 600 subscribers, and mm-hmm. they gave a number that that fit with the 600 subscribers. Right, 600 right. subscribers is not a lot of people. When you look over at YouTube and and etc. Like when you look over at well, it is a lot actually. But they're paying. Back. They're paying. Mo- they're paying they're a monthly paying, fee, right? They're yeah. paying a monthly fee. Just like just and, like Trump supporters. Yeah. Yes. Very similar to, yes. Sorry. Sorry, cloud nothings. You are cloud somethings as far as I'm concerned. <laughs> as far as we're concerned, yes. But they're making what? A few grand a month? Yeah. I, hey, I'm I'm not mad at it. I I definitely it definitely wasn't quit your day job money, in my opinion. But uh hey, combining That's with ha- touring when when everything that is. Up. That is damn good hat money. I tell you what, it is very good hat money. You can buy a lot of lot of brimless hats. Mm-hmm. Look, that hat looks like <laughs> the beginning of a condom. <laughs> you have no idea what this image looks like right now. Oh, we're back. Oh my God. 
I'm trying to have a serious conversation. Sorry. And this is what's happening. Okay, fine. I walked into it, though. I knew that the hat was going to be an issue. <laughs> no, I um, I could talk this industry stuff all day, and we, you know, it's, we, have, we are pretty much at time. But, um, uh, you know, to the artists that are listening or what have you, especially those of us who were part of the older industry construct, I'm, shout out to the visionaries. The visionaries are trying oh, yeah. to give people something of value to go along with their 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 music. They really are, man. They they got the brew. They've got of course, you know, merch, you know, t-shirts and normal merch, t-shirts and stickers. Shot and, a few videos. Uh, shot a few videos and And I think they rolled the CD. album out. They rolled the album out on Bandcamp a few weeks before the before it hit yeah. the streaming services, right? So they had That's, a they had a plan, man. Not a lot a of people have a plan. Yep. Yep. Not a lot of people have a plan. Yeah, a lot, a lot of people can call their their best friend who literally is a was a marketing genius at Warner and ask him for help with the plan and not really get a lot of help with the plan. Oh either. my god. Boy, it's difficult. It's hard out there for a trek. Uh, it doesn't mean I'm I I'm not able to give you good advice. You know what I wasn't consulted on? <laughs> the hat stays. All right. Hey, man, it's your choice. <laughs> Yo, your, man. Your head, your choice. <laughs> <laughs> At this point, this is all for Randy. <laughs> <laughs> I'm telling her I'm about to go tell right after too. I'm running straight to her. He he talked about the hat. No, um, yeah, it, there's there's a lot. There's actually a lot to unpack for me. I probably too boring of a show for most other people. But um, between this and Twitch, and watching people, you know, YouTube and um, et cetera, and watching people build their own brands and where those brands land, whether it's you know simply hey that's dope or some monetary value to it is it's actually pretty fascinating to me um i know a lot of old heads kind of shun it like social media what's what's that and why y'all on here and the, you know the devil and blah 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 it's like yo i you could okay open your trunk and sell some cassettes then bro exactly <laughs> exactly ain't nobody paying no attention to that nobody want to band camp is as close to that as you're gonna get and this is no exactly. disrespect to them no, not at all. Not at all. That's where but the audience I, is. I mean, you know, it's there's a shunning of technology. There's and I'm I'm always like, I I mean, I guess you mm. here's here's one thing before I get out of here. Before we get out of here. Uh, to those people who shun social media, like, okay, well, you know, ain't nothing going on but talking rumors and blah. Ain't nobody tell you to be part of that fool. You could go on there and be what you want to be like. Why do you have to automatically? Are you so incapable of avoiding drama that you got to like slide into that joint? Like I'm here now. Like you, you can literally use it for whatever you want. You don't have to. You don't have to be involved in nothing. You ain't got to follow your mama if you don't want to. Like you literally could avoid all of that. But yeah, or no. maybe you're finding out that your your friends are jerks. Exactly. And you are too. And that's why you have a problem. Like people are pointing out to you, you know, um, most people are like the Fonz though. You can tell them that they're wrong and they're like, ruh, 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 ruh. I can't even say it. So yo, thank y'all for tuning in, man. I am your homeboy track life. And that right there, that's your fam, Kev Sakota, that dude over there. <laughs>
Uh, we appreciate each and every one of y'all. Once again, if you would like to catch past episodes of Rap Sucks Radio, you can go to rapsucksradio.com or any of your favorite podcasting platforms. We are on there live and chilling. And if you'd like to catch this on your television, if you'd like to see the hat, the hat. Summer. I'm ready for the summer with this one. Um, you can go to... Shut up, Kev. All right. All right. I'm ready okay. for the summer, I said. I'm ready for the okay. summer. Um, you can go to BTSN uh, Pass, that's behind the scenes, or BTSN, that's behind the scenes network. What you do is you download the app or channel on your Roku or any of your Fire device, Amazon Fire devices. Uh, click on that. We are right there with lots of other brilliant content. BTSN, behind the scenes network, we want in. On the count of three, we say peace. One, two, three. Peace. peace. We out, y'all.